are listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered life. Welcome back to the SLT Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's a new year, and we're super excited to be back. I'm Sam. I'm Courtney. And I'm Taylor. And together we are your spiritual life team here at Liberty Christian School, and we are very spiritual. Mm. (laughs) Always. Yeah. So... Today, it's 2022, guys. That's crazy. I don't know about you. We did it. But I'm feeling 2022. Oh, Me man. too. I don't even sure. know what that means, but mm. I'm, I'm for what? it. The words of the wisest woman of all time. Oh, wow. Yes, oh. another Taylor, actually. Ah, uh, of course. I thought y'all knew each other. Yeah, we do. We have a convention. All yeah. the Taylors get together. Today, we have a super fun topic. How to win at life. I hope you were excited, listener, when you saw the title and you thought, oh man, I'm going to listen to this episode before everyone else and get ahead. Yeah. You just have to like not choose to go to college, you know, like coming straight out, get mm. more money if you start off, you know, the board oh, game. Oh, that's the game of life. That's what right? I have a lot of strategy for that. You goof. <laughs> oh man. All my notes do not apply to this podcast anymore. The only thing I cared about whenever we played life was there was this one specific house that I always wanted. And you know, you have to... Is it the ranch sure, style house? I, I think it's one that's like on the water and it has a... It's the Magnolia home. Probably. It's so pretty. <laughs> Do you think? The current version is the Magnolia home. I wonder if there's a Magnolia or like a Chip and Joanna, um, like Monopoly. It'd probably be beautiful. It's like a... It's one that you would leave out on your table because oh it looks so God. nice. Probably also $200. Ugh, <laughs> yeah, that makes so. me... Ugh. We're going to jump into this topic... But before we get started, once again, of course, we got to keep the lights on around here. We do have a sponsor. So oh, thank man. you, Sam listeners. Pulls Please out of his don't jean jacket. hit the little fast forward button. This episode of the SLT podcast is brought to you by Raising Cain and Abel's. Ooh. This company generously <laughs> sent us two of their custom gift baskets oh, to try. One with their dried artisan fruits and one of their charcuterie meats. Mm-hmm. The fruits were... The fruits were... They're all right. They're okay, I guess. I mean, they weren't great, but the meats. Oh, man. Those meats were unbelievable. Mm, I've never had anything like it. They must have really sent their top shelf stuff because it was delicious. Just not with the fruits, though. The fruits were... They're okay. Not organic. Reason Cane and Abel's <laughs> is a family-owned <laughs> business with a really interesting story. It was originally founded by two farmer brothers, and business was booming until some major competitive drama oh, no. really rocked their world. We've all been there. Like a lot of small businesses recently, they were hit hard, and after losing the brains of their operation, they were forced to become independent, scaling down and focusing on the produce side of the business. That's tough. Raising Cane and Abel's promises that their edible fruit arrangements come with half-decent quality and mediocre service, guaranteeing not quite the best they could offer, but it's kind of what you're looking for, I guess. These baskets... (laughs) are a perfect gift for any occasion, birthdays, holidays, or even a peace offering. If maybe you had like a really severe falling out with like a close family member, just as a random example, mention the SLT podcast at checkout to only pay half price. That's right. Only one half pays the price, but this special (laughs) deal won't last forever. So order one while you still can before you're unable Speechless. What a good sponsor. Raising Cain and Abel's. It is what it is. 
what a what a motto. It is what it is. It is so thankful is. for them. I love a good gift basket. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm not, I've never gotten a gift basket that I haven't had to pick through. You know, and get the you know, oh diff. for sure. Like definitely not the first fruits. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Now to get back on track today, once again, we are talking about life goals. It's a new year. A lot of people are setting New Year's resolutions and things. So we're talking about goals and how to do that in a healthy way. This podcast is to help encourage and equip all of our Liberty Christian School students, families, staff with tools to help you live a more Christ-centered life. And that includes making Christ-centered goals. Yeah. 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 But to start us off, we want to let you know that, man, we wouldn't ask anything of you guys that we wouldn't do ourselves. So we are going to share for our little fun icebreaker today a big life goal that you set for yourself and accomplished, but also one that you failed. So for me, uh, one of my big life goals, I mean, it was it was really coming out of, of high school. Like I really wanted to go to the college I wanted to go to. And so, you know, like I worked really hard in school and I was able to go. Um, and that was really awesome. I got to go to a and And so that was a really huge one for me. Uh, but one that I failed was actually recently, uh, which was actually this last year, which is the Read a Bible in a Year program. And um, I made it to maybe day 11. And uh, I printed off with, with my wife that we would go through it together and had the aspirations and dreams that we had read through the same things and talk about it and stuff. And I fell off the bandwagon. And my wife is way better than me. And she kept going. So... Awesome. So Courtney? Um, okay, so this is a little bit hard for me because I love goals. <laughs> and I just am very... They're, Sam's smiling right now because I'm pretty type A and I really like organization. And so this kind of thing is like maybe one of my love languages. And so mm-hmm. um, this is something that I look forward to every year at the beginning of every year. Luke and I kind of do a life inventory where we go through something along these lines and set um, a lot of goals. And so I don't know, nothing is coming to mind for like one big life goal that I've set for myself and accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because when I'm reflecting on it right now, uh, I set a lot of smaller goals that I think sure. have just led toward the vision the Lord has given me more long term. So I think that kind of accomplishing some of those longer or smaller goals um, over the years have really built toward the Lord allowing me to walk in the things that he's given, the vision that he's given me for uh, the future that even has allowed me to find my place here at Liberty Christian. So that's kind of a lame answer, but it's, no, it's, not. it's because I really enjoy this topic. But my fail is still a little fresh and I'm still a little frustrated at it. Oof. It is last year I set the goal of reading 50 books in 2021 and I did not. And it makes me mm. really sad. How close did you get? I read 42. And oh, that's, that's still a bunch. I know, but I, it's just not as many that I wanted to. And usually if I fail like that in a goal, it doesn't really, it's not that bad. But Goodreads, sure. you know, I don't know if y'all have Goodreads accounts, but I really enjoy Goodreads. Obviously. And um, you can set like a goal for the year. And so it tells you like if you're ahead or if you're behind and you see all your friends' goals for the years. And I have some friends that truly read over 100 books every year and so I'm like looking at their Goodreads and I it just it really just hurt in December so this year I'm going to be a little more um, adamant about whatever I haven't decided what my book goal is going to be this year maybe it'll be 50 again just to love it prove myself but if you're that close again in December next year then 
I've got some books for you. <laughs> Lower like. school can pass me some. Um, I'll go next. So one goal that I set and accomplished and I'm quite proud of is I completed my original Pokedex. That's right, in Pokemon Red and Blue on the Game Boy Color. Dude, same. Oh, dude, that's I did. Awesome. I did the 151. Got 151, got Mew. Yeah, you know Courtney, right? Who, yeah. who are you, people? I don't even know what you're talking Mew's, about. Was that me Is this Pikachu? Pikachu? Uh, no, is it? Pokemon? Is it, are you talking about Pokemon? Also, <laughs> on the serious, um, I'm really proud of this one. So over the past three and a half now years that I've been at Liberty, I developed a curriculum or scope and cycle, I call it, for lower school spiritual life that can now serve as a model and a structure for future generations. So I want to make it clear, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not bragging. I'm, the thing I'm most stoked about as a goal is that it helps long term. You know what I that's mean? Awesome. Like, that's awesome. That's cool. That was like a big goal. And I know that's like kind of work It's not as much of a personal goal. Mm. It's personal to me though, because nobody told me to do it. Like that was something I put on myself. And I honestly didn't think that I could do. <laughs> so yeah, that's amazing. You know, like that felt good when I finally realized I kind of didn't believe it. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> um, so a fail of mine is I did not catch all 151 original Pokemon in Pokemon Wait, Go. In Pokemon oh. Go. Don't worry, I wasn't lying. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, my goal is to never lie. So in Pokemon Go, um, you know, when we all lost interest, and I was part of that. Yeah. So Same. I think I lasted longer than most people, but um, yeah, still did not. Nancy Drew, though. <laughs> it's more your speed. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Back to real life. Well, if you're like most people, like you're probably working on maybe you're like New Year's resolution. I know during this time, it's like a very popular thing to be new year, new you, new goals, new mindset, all of those things. And so maybe you've already failed at them two weeks in. I don't know. I know gym memberships spike and then yeah. they true. get empty really quick, you know, because it's hard to be dedicated to whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but not necessarily all goals are healthy. Um, and if you're not careful, you could find yourself, you know, losing interest or giving up or, you know, being more discouraged because you really tried or you put an effort and then you failed. So you could be more discouraged than when you started. And so, um, so what kind of goals can we set for ourselves that will help us grow closer to the Lord and become more like Jesus? And I guess, how can we set them in a way that's going to give us the best chance to not give up and we can actually achieve them? Okay, so to define a healthy goal, this is a definition that I think is very widely accepted. Many of you probably have heard of this. If you're in businesses, it's a tool that a lot of businesses use to even um, create goals, but that a healthy goal is a smart goal. Smart, smart, um, smart, smart. So smart. Business. And Stocks. Smart. Portfolio. <laughs> Bonds. Management. Wow, I feel smarter Futures. already, honestly. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Mm. Whoa, um, whoa, easy. Oh, Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> NFT, what? A super dog? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> smart actually stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timely. And so, um, you know, all of the smart people got together and determined these smart goals. But and all of them. But, all of them. <laughs> but genuinely, these things... I was not there. <laughs> but genuinely, these things, if you set a goal that is specific and that you are capable of measuring over time to see if you have grown in it, if it is something achievable, it's not too out there, um, but it is 
are realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that you can set a time on it, that you can have times where you can come back and see how are we doing? How um, how can I reevaluate this? That those things are going to help you create better goals just in the system of goal setting. And then we're also going to talk too about, hey, how do we put that even thinking into creating goals that will allow us to grow closer to the Lord um, as we're going through life um, on the way. So... Mm-hmm. And a key Bible verse that we're going to be talking about for these healthy goals, because we always want to tie it in or really just base it on Scripture. It's kind of where we're coming from with all of these things that we talk about, all of our topics. Um, we're talking from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, to help us understand what we mean when we're talking about a healthy goal too. And it says, my son, that's you, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. For they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Ooh, like that. Mm. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, submit to him. Submit to God and he will make your path straight. So essentially... God has a plan for your life. God has a will and what he wants for your life and a desire. And if you align your plan for your life, your goals, your desires with what God wants for you, then you are on the right path, my friend, because you're on God's path. Mm -hmm. And also, we can't really talk about goals and only talk about the healthy ones. Smart, smart, smart. Also help us to talk about unhealthy goals, because that's kind of the point of this episode and this topic is to help you guys develop healthy goals from this um, Christian worldview standpoint. So you also need to know what unhealthy goals are to avoid them. So much like there's a SMART goal for healthy goals, um, there's also an acronym. It's a little bit lesser known. Um, and I, all the dumb people <laughs> got together and made this one up because it's called a DUMB goal. It's D-U-M-B, um, which is a fun little acronym. Um, I actually think it's widely known by me. And it stands for... <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. D, definitely not specific. <laughs> U, unachievable and unmeasurable. Oh. M, mega unrealistic. <laughs> wow. And B, by the time you finish, you'll be too old to remember what the goal was in the first place or dead. So not, not wow. timely. Wow. <laughs> Wow. You and be dumb. That was good, Sam. Thank you. That was good. very opposite. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's so, very, very dumb. So, like, a, a perfect example is, you know, Courtney's 50 book thing. Right? Whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Like, it's specific 50 books. Uh huh. It's measurable on Goodreads. On Goodreads. Uh-huh. It's, it could be achievable and realistic and timely. You gave yourself a year to accomplish it, right? That's like, true. if it all those Thank things. You. you didn't just say, I want to read more. Right. Like, that's very open ended. How do you know? you know, if you achieve it, right. you know, unless you put things to it. Sure. And in all seriousness, though, an unhealthy goal is one that can set you up for like likely discouragement or failure and push you farther away from fulfilling God's will and plan for your life. So one that's not realistic. I mean, basically the opposite of the smart goal is not measurable. Um, something that it would be easier to fail at, right? If you set a big, huge lofty goal, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, you're probably not going to get there. You're probably going to give up and your Planet Fitness gym membership is probably just paying them money and uh, 
you're not even going. So, so not even just in like practical speaking of just like general life advice. We want to look and see what the Bible says about setting unhealthy goals or uh, really just trying to go through life in an unhealthy way. And so continuing from Proverbs 3, uh, picking up in verse 7, it says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Uh, fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops, and then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke, mm-hmm. because the Lord disciplines those he loves, and as a father, the son he delights in. And that's that's really awesome. I think one of one of the key things to a if we're gonna put it now in a, a biblical worldview of smart versus dumb goals, if we want to keep it that <laughs> vernacular, uh, is a, a a dumb goal is going to be characterized by uh, a goal set out of your belief and understanding of what's wise mm. and wisdom, rather than looking to Scripture, seeking the Lord and what He has for you, and you're just like, you know what, I this be a really great idea for myself because I think it's a great idea. Um, that's going on your own understanding. And so when mm. we set these goals for ourselves, an underlying foundation is uh, where are we putting our hope in and finding mm-hmm. these things to be wise. Mm-hmm. That's really good. One of the things that I was thinking about too, as we kind of transition even to talking about some specific examples is a lot of it comes down to our heart posture in the setting of goals of um, whether or not they're going to ultimately be unhealthy or healthy, like even Proverbs was just saying. But um, in if you looked black and white on a piece of paper, oftentimes a goal could look really healthy. Um, but then I love in James, it says, come now you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such in such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. And so that's what's so cool about goals is that it's part of stewardship. It's part of what the Lord has given us that we would be able to steward the lives that we have. But there's such an open-handedness too that in January, the Lord could put a goal or vision on my heart that is for my sanctification. And it might look totally different than what I think it's going to. And so instead of saying, oh, this aligns with scripture. And so now I can hold an entitled view toward whatever this goal is going to be, um, that I'm going to run this marathon and do this thing. Mm. If I hurt my ankle in February and I'm not able to do that marathon, then that doesn't mean that you know, that the Lord was against me or whatever that may be. I think it just, it's a good point for us to think about when we're going into some of these specific examples that when you set these, that there's still an open handedness of knowing, okay, God's thoughts are not my thoughts. They're above them and his ways are so much higher. And so I want to steward the time that I have and set goals to be able to do that. Um, However, I'm not going to be held so tightly to them that I'm not still leaning into the Lord and seeking him for understanding throughout the way. Well, I know one specific example of a smart goal for smart people like you is listening to every episode of the SLT podcast this year. And so far, you are on a streak, my friend. Congratulations and keep it up. So today we've identified and talked through the kinds of goals that we should be setting and avoiding as Christians for the new year and for every day. 
In the next episode, we're going to transition to the solution side of this topic by listing and unpacking some specific examples of healthy goals and unhealthy goals. We just want to offer you some biblical wisdom and practical advice on how Liberty students, parents, and staff can win at life, so to speak, by discovering and working towards God's plan for you. And have some fun while we're at it. Thanks for listening and make sure to turn on the notifications or subscribe or whatever it is to join the conversation and never miss an episode. See you next time. Man, I goofed up. Failed the Bible. I thought we were doing a funny and then a, never mind. This is my fail right here.